Joining us now on the Sunrise Morning Show is Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Anna. So we are continuing our series on the National Pastoral Framework for Marriage and Family Life Ministry. It's entitled Call to the Joy of Love. And today we're focusing on the second pillar, which is all about formation. And, you know, Father, I don't want to take anything for granted here. Formation is kind of a church word, isn't it? A a church buzzword. What is it? it? it is very much a, a, a churchy word. In, some, in, in other contexts, we would talk about training, but it's not quite training. It's, it, it has aspects of training or of education or of learning, but that learning is, is more comprehensive, much more holistic, and includes the aspects of how, how we live life or human formation and, and how that life should be lived through the lens of, of faith, our, our intellectual formation, our spiritual formation, even missionary formation going forth. Mm -hmm. So all of these things are, are, it's all an integral whole in which we're, we're called to live our lives and conform ourselves more and more to Christ and the way in which he wants us to live. And so the church gives us a way, and that's what this pastoral framework is about, is to help dioceses and, and others to assist couples in their marriages and also families in a deeper life in Christ. Ultimately, it's about deeper life in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're in the Easter season, I want to run this analogy by you as I was trying to think of how to describe what formation is. And, you know, tell me if this is completely off base, but I was thinking about chocolate bunnies. Okay. So you want chocolate to look like a bunny. How yeah. do you do that? You pour it into a mold. So if you want a family to look Catholic, if you want someone to look like Jesus, you pour them into a Jesus mold, so to speak. That's kind of like what formation is. It can, yes, and, and we're forming. It, it's when, when the, the potter with the clay. Yeah. We, we see, you know. Even that, better than chocolate bunnies. God is, <laughs> well, because, because that's, can be, that's always unique. The mold sometimes, and and I think it's a, it's a good analogy to a, to a certain extent, but the mold could be uh, not to, not to mix metaphors, but cookie cutter. Uh-huh. It, it can it can look it always looks the same. Yeah. No marriage and no family is ever the same. And so, but there are elements and aspects that are, and you can if you've ever looked at. At pottery, for example, you can tell often th- a particular potter's work. Yeah, but it's never exactly the same, and that's the that's true with with Christ. When we are being formed by Christ, it's not never exactly the same. But 
you can see that the potter has worked, that this, this raw material has been formed in a thoughtful way, uh, with purpose. And that's what Christ does with us. It's with purpose to, to be more conformed to him. So when we talk about um, the the types of formation, you kind of you you ran through them kind of quickly there um, yes. just a little bit ago. Can you take us through what this framework describes as as the important types of formation that that parishes, that catechists, and and, mm-hmm. and leaders in the church can help with when it comes to forming conforming families more to Christ and his church. Yes, and the first three are are really connected with the formation originally connected with the formation for priesthood. And St. John Paul II and his uh, post synodal apostolic exhortation Pastori Dabo Vobis, which has since then been used in a variety of contexts. And then this additional one of missionary formation, which is a bit more connected with with Pope Francis, but you can see those same strains with St. Paul VI, St. John Paul II, Benedict XVI, that we need to go forth. And we've talked about that many times. But these these other ones are are about how how we are entering into a greater life in Christ. And so they're they're pretty extensive and I, I can't get into to to the details of them too much. But human formation can be described, it says, as a threefold process of self-knowledge, self-acceptance, and self-gift. So God's grace works on that person and, and develops further. And then when we look at spiritual formation growth in the person's relationship with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that's connected to that first pillar that we were talking about, prayer and relationship with Christ. And intellectual formation, it's faith-seeking understanding. You know, we, we talk about faith and reason in Catholicism. And that should shape us. We, we should always be learning. If we think we know everything about our Catholic faith, then we're fooling ourselves. It's a lifelong process of learning. And then finally, missionary formation, an awareness to that call to missionary discipleship, that going forth. But we need to be formed in these other areas first, human, spiritual, intellectual, before we go forth. Because if we don't, if we don't have a great uh, a relationship with Christ, we're not going to be able to witness Christ. Yeah. If we don't know what the faith teaches, then we're not going to be able to teach. If we don't have our our, our understanding together we will we'll try to make disciples for ourselves if we don't have good for human formation instead of disciples for Christ. So as and, you say, we don't, oh, go ahead. You were going to say something and couples, else. No, and, and this is, this is not just for the individual. Of course, this is in the context of marriage and family life. Yeah. So when it comes to each of these pillars, as you were saying, we don't have enough time to, to dive too deeply into all of them, but I mean, and obviously, they're all vitally important. They wouldn't be put in this framework if it, if that weren't the case. But is is there one or two of them that really stands out to you and, and your ministry specifically, Father? For me, I find that that the um, they all need to be a, as a whole. I, I think if they're not, what happens is 
they're, they can be a, a challenge. And I think the human formation and, and the spiritual formation in particular are important because, for example, in the human formation, how well are we, how well is a couple communicating mm-hmm. with one another? And are, are they talking about, the, the deeper things, or is it, is it being kept on a superficial level? And as soon as you get to something deeper, well, that might cause an argument, so we want to talk about it. Or are they praying together? And what do they understand about not only the, the teachings on marriage, and, and the, but the greater teachings of the church, so that they can go forth? But so you were talking in some ways about very basic things that we build on. But in some instances, even Catholic couples don't spend a great deal of time in those basic things. And as I, as I say to couples as they prepare for marriage, it's not the sacrament of family. It's the sacrament of marriage. Families come from, come together within marriage. That's the beginning of a family. But too often people will not put the emphasis on the marriage. And if the marriage is right, the family will be right. Mm -hmm. And if the marriage is in Christ, which is it is in the sacrament of marriage, and that grace is being cooperated with, then the family will experience that grace that comes in and through the sacrament. And just quickly, Father, before we let you go, I mean, how does how does a catechist, how does a parish put this into practice? Um, I think a lot of parishes sink a lot of money into, say, youth ministry to yes. um, to to focus on on the children, and less so in adult catechesis. Um, not to say that youth ministry is bad, but do you think there needs to be more focus on on forming the parents? Absolutely, and not just simply in in the in prior to the marriage. We we'll do a number of things related to marriage preparation, although that can be better. But what about in the first years of the marriage? What about when the children start to come? How are we? And we'll get into this in the next the next time we're together. How are we accompanying? How are we walking with the couple after they're married, after the ceremony happens? Mm-hmm. And that is critically important. And it's something that, that this framework is, is focusing on and is trying to get dioceses to focus on. And then therefore, not only dioceses, then parishes to, to say, yes, we're, we're, we put a lot of emphasis in some of these other areas, but this is a critically important one because if we don't get this right, the parents are the first teachers of their children in the ways of the faith. Then we shouldn't wonder when people don't remain connected to the faith, including the couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And well, We've run out of time. I have so many thoughts that I could add to that. To, <laughs> yes, there's, uh, there's so much to talk about with this. <laughs> to continue the conversation well beyond the time that we have allotted here. But uh, some really good thoughts, particularly about the the molding and the clay and stuff. Father, that was great. Way to take my very rudimentary idea of molt <laughs> and chocolate bunnies. You just you were I, on it today, Father. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, and God bless. Take care. You too, Father. Thank you. And we've got the Catholic Apostolate Center linked at sunrisemorningshow.com.